The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve, try to save your marriage and relationship or whatever else in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? I am flummox-free today, so I'm doing pretty well. Doing better than you. That was uh, that was a reference to our other podcast, Wrong and Wronger, which we just recorded. Be sure to check that out to hear how not flummoxed I was, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> On to the listener question for today. Uh, a, list- right. a listener writes in, My mother is very, very difficult for her family to get along with. She is pleasant and polite with friends and extended family, but her spouse and children have to abide by different rules. Not agreeing with her is frowned upon, but actively disagreeing on anything but the most trivial of subjects is seen as a personal attack. At the same time, my mother often says or does things without thought of how it would be seen or received. She assumes it will be taken as she intended. A quick example would be her disparaging and sometimes outright mean comments on both my sister's weight. My mother made those comments intending for my sisters to see the error of her ways. She constantly sent them articles through Facebook in the mail on whatever healthy choice she herself was currently doing, running, veganism, etc., thinking she was helping them out. My youngest sister is very hot-headed and did not take this well. This, along with other things, started a feud between them, and, long story short, my sister is now disowned and removed from my parents' will. A similar thing happened with my brother, involving different issues. I don't really have much contact with my brother anymore, but I still have a good relationship with both my parents and my younger sister, which is complicating things. I cannot bring up my sister around my mother and vice versa. If one of them does bring up the other, I am expected to agree with whatever comment is made, and any attempt to disagree or explain from the other's point of view is seen as taking a side. I'm stuck in the middle and walking on eggshells. Is there any hope of getting them to at least be civil with each other? Thanks, the middle woman. Boy, I know you sort of see me as the grim reaper of these relationship (laughs) questions. Well, let me start with the mother, and then I'm going to move on to the writer, and then we'll move on to her hot-headed sister, who I believe is sort of lumped in with brother as how do I bring everybody together at the Thanksgiving dinner table again. And uh, the word narcissistic and narcissist and narcissism, those are tossed around almost flippantly nowadays, but this is an example of what that really is. And uh, these are people that seem to have a very haughty opinion of themselves because they're always right. Their uh, veganism is always the best thing. Them going gluten-free is greater than everybody else. But actually the opposite is true, that they have nothing inside of themselves. And the way that you know that is because of one of the things that this letter writer said that is a red flag for all narcissists out there, which is, if I disagree with anything, even if it's a one on a one to 10 scale, it's seen as a personal attack and it must be destroyed by whoever the recipient is, her mother in this case. And that is the hallmark of a narcissist. That uh, it doesn't matter if the attack is a 10 or a 2, they see it all as a 12 because they feel so nothing inside that they can't even, they probably can't even explain their position to people. It just kind of is what it is. And if anyone disagrees with them, now they have to be killed off because, (laughs) well, how can you disagree with me? And that's what happened. Hot-headed sister, um, 
Hot-headed, a little bit of being hot-headed is genetically determined, but when you have a narcissistic mother, and here's how I'm going to wrap it back to the letter writer in a second, you really only have two choices because kids spend most of their time with their mom and they have to survive. And that's part of the gig. And so kids either, kids do what both sisters did. It's one or the other. They're almost binary because there's not a lot of in-between that is survivable. But either you get rebellious and you combat the narcissism and you push back and finally you say to hell with it and you disconnect or you become dependent. And uh, when the letter writer said, I'm expected to agree with everything that my mother says, I think that is learned behavior. And you bring that out, you extend that beyond the mother, and that starts impacting your personal relationships too. So you become attracted to people who are more domineering because you're more naturally dependent. And if you don't be careful of your boundaries, and I know this isn't her question, but this is kind of my advice, I'm floating her in general. If you're not very careful about boundaries, which by the way, you have to learn after you leave your home because your mother will, will teach you to ignore boundaries so that she can be dominating. But if you're not aware of your boundaries, you can get caught up in relationships with narcissists also because those are the people you will naturally fall into stride with. Now, coming back to her question, I'm sorry for dominating the conversation here, Breakwell. <clears throat> and I've known you a long time, and you are anything but dependent, so I'm not accusing you of that. And you do the math on that. You've got to be a hothead if you deal with me. But um, the answer is really not, because, and I've, I've said this before, something like narcissism is not a stain on your shirt. Something like narcissism is woven into the fabric of the shirt. So mom is not going to change, because... Narcissism is egocentric, that she doesn't think she has a problem. It's all pushed out onto everyone else. So the only hope of reconciliation is probably, if I had to guess, when sister and brother have children, if they like the dad, they may think, well, let me just eat a little crow for two hours twice a year, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and uh, we'll bring the kids around grandpa and we'll just kind of help them deal with grandma. Or I'll just bite the bullet and I'll have grandma insult the heck out of me as long as she doesn't start doing a mind screw on my kids. Outside of that, I don't see a lot of hope for it because sister is doing the only thing she knows how to do with a mother who has a personality that's like anchored like a flagpole in the ground that's what i think and what say you james breakwell well this always reminds me that i need to be super careful of what i say around you because i never know what the what the red flag is with you it's like oh that's that's actually a massive diagnosable disorder and you're beyond help i just never know i'm sure i'm sure in your head you've diagnosed me with 10 or 12 things already that's okay <laughs> yeah, 11 but yeah oh okay yeah that's good someday someday we'll have an episode yeah, yeah. just where we go through that that'll be that'll be fascinating <laughs> But for here, but for now, yeah, I don't really know that there is a lot of solutions. The thing that struck me the most was the, the will thing, writing yeah. somebody out of your will. That's the most petty thing you can do. Because really, if you have a will, why do you even need to tell people what's in it? It doesn't come up till you die. And presumably, you don't plan for that to be for a long time. But to like go out of your way and point out, by the way, years from now when I'm dead and I can't hurt you anymore, I'm going to screw you over one last time. Like that's the the ultimate, yeah. the ultimate screw you to that. So um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think they are going to reconcile but uh, I think the biggest issue is that um, the the daughter uh, who wrote this in needs to realize this isn't her problem 
I mean, she can go, I would encourage her to, to reestablish a relationship with the brother and maintain a relationship with the sister and just realize they're not, they're not going to be back together. And it's not her fault. It's not her responsibility. Like it's, I, I can't even imagine trying to spend your lifetime, you know, cleaning up after the bull in the China shop. I mean, there's, there's no way that she's going to have, uh, you know, a normal, well-adjusted life if that's, if that's going to be the context in which she has to frame everything. So I think, I think you're right. I think that um, best case scenario, she convinces her siblings to come back for an hour or two a couple times a year. Not for mom, but for sister. Say, as a personal favor for me, will you show up? You can drink as much as you want and just sit in the corner if you want, but just show up so <laughs> for two hours we can pretend to be a family and then go your separate ways. <laughs> Uh, but I do hope I do hope she'll reestablish a contact with that brother. I know she said things have kind of drifted apart, but I kind of wonder if that's not just because the mother blew up the family and everybody drifted their own way. So just because sure. there's no healthy family life with the mother doesn't mean the siblings can't have a connection outside of that, even if it takes some work rebuilding. And hopefully, uh, I don't know a thing about narcissism other than what I display myself, but hopefully it's not hereditary <laughs> and uh, <laughs> beyond the rebelliousness or the or the you know trying to make peace beyond those <clears throat> qualities. Hopefully the the children are all well adjusted enough that they can get along together. Is that does that sound feasible to you? Yeah, and uh, I'll say uh, I got three things. One, uh, you are anything but a narcissist. <laughs> by the way, you're actually quite the opposite of that. Uh, you're a very generous guy, and people may not know that what? because you only put one side of you out. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Two, uh, yeah, written out of the will is the ultimate manipulative move. It's pushing buttons to try to force people into behaviors that you want them to knuckle under and do. And that is going to be the problem with the letter writer. That uh, for, for her to realize it's not her problem is going to be difficult because I'm, I would guess she leans a little bit toward anxiety just kind of naturally. And what narcissistic parents have to do is install buttons that they can push that will make you crack. And so I'm guessing if she starts to pull away and become more bold or assertive with mom, mom will hit some of those uh, condition critical vapor lock buttons and uh, make the daughter feel like I'll, no, I'll not love you anymore, I, I may kill myself. And mom is gonna raise the heat until the daughter cracks and backs away from her siblings and returns to mom. So it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take almost a, like a, a meteoric shift to pull away enough to get some perspective and not be as impacted by mom's manipulations. I feel for the letter writer, this is tough. And this is not anything any of the kids asked for. This was the hand that they were dealt and they're just trying to deal the best they can. All right, well, there you have it. Doom and gloom for both of us this week. <laughs> but with the, the ray of sunshine that we hope that you'll realize that, you know, and sometimes you just have to take things out of your hand and maybe that will, will give you some comfort. If nothing else, maybe our, our nice soothing voices will do that for you. That's uh, that's always the great consolation prize. Maybe your life's a mess, but at least you got a 10-minute podcast about you. That's uh, <laughs> the worst consolation prize ever. <laughs> but thank you very much for writing in. Uh, if you have a question you want us to to address and either fix or, you know, flail out, futilely, uh, please write in. Uh, the email address is jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. Uh, and we will we'll take about any relationship question. It doesn't have to be, I know the podcast is called 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, but it doesn't have to be marriage. It can be like this one. It can be parent, child, brother, sister, platonic friends, co-workers, anything like that. Please send in that, uh, in that letter and uh, we'll be happy to address it. Uh, but for this week, this has been 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life. You'll never get back. Back.